Nightside. Nightside. We're all friends here. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back to the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Miller here with Alex Keery. And uh, Alex, we got this text. It says, um, where is it? It says, uh, keep on the night, Nightside. Oh, here it is. Stay the execution of Nightside Project. Instead, make them serve life sentences on air to pay back their penance to the This public. one says, uh, keep the Nightside Project until the entire state is green. I think that's a good, uh, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's a long time, though. I mean, the, the reality is, We're the reality is, green. so right now, we're, we're, I, I went, I'm still on the Crayola page to find the Salt Lake School District is trying to figure out if the governor is going to say, the governor says, look, we can gonna, have this modified orange for mm-hmm. you to be able to bring the students back to school this year. Yeah. And so if you have this modified orange, I found a new uh, color here that, that might be, so there are a couple in here. So we, we so far we have neon carrot, that these are actual crayon colors, neon carrot and mango tango. Those are the two that kind of got... Atomic Tangerine is kind of an interesting one. Uh, the one that I think has a lot of it's lo- it's a loaded it's a, it's a loaded color. Ethan is Radical Orange, which I feel is like kind of what you are, like a little bit Radical Orange, a little bit Radical, a little like, bit nineties still, a little bit still in the nineties. No, 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 Radical in the sense of like uh, you know you're in your basement, you got the tinfoil hat on, you got you're plotting some things. Uh, that's kind of a, how I picture you, radical oh, a orange. radical. Right. Just ra- oh, I understand. Just like a, a, a radical orange. Like oh, the, you I know, understand. That's one you want to stay away from. And right, Atomic, right, yeah. and I don't know about Atomic. Atomic sounds dangerous, too. And yeah, ta- but it's also, but also, because uh, we replaced Atomic with nuclear. So Atomic is now kind of more of a yeah, yeah. whimsical word a little bit. Yeah, there's there's a vintage. straightforward. Atomic is vintage now. There is a straightforward yellow orange. But no. that, that you need something that 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 moves that, the needle. You know what I mean? Probably that's probably Governor Herbert's vote is yellow orange. <laughs> I wanted to go with yellow orange. So orange. Uh, Alex, uh, here in uh, in another segment. So on the other side of the news break, we have yes. Adrian Andrews coming on with us. She is uh, a vice president at Weber State University and their chief diversity officer. And uh, she's been uh, giving us some great perspective and walking us through, you know, important points related to this ongoing debate about race in America. And the latest thing to pop up and, and what we what I wanted to do, Alex, is I wanted us to have a chance to talk this out first. And then that would help us know what we needed to discuss and go over with Adrian. Um and that is the renaming of the Washington Redskins. Now so they're jettisoning that they're jettisoning that name. Right. And so we wanted to, I thought, well, hey, let's talk through this a little bit. You and know, I wanted to get your we, we talked go? about it. We, we talked about it, about it on, on Unrivaled. And that's why I wanted to get like your thoughts is like the the not from the non sports guy perspective, when you see that there is a like the Redskins name. Did that register with you as something that's always been offensive? Did it register as, or did it not register at all to you because it was just a brand name? Uh, and 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 I think you know right now the Redskins don't have. I mean, the football team in Washington does not have a. <laughs> all they've done is gotten rid of the Redskins mascot as mm-hmm. their mascot and logo. Uh, but they've just all they've said is they're going to try to figure out. I, I'm sure they're hiring firms. They're going to do some focus groups and yeah and, and whatever. And, and I hope they do the right thing. And I don't know if the right thing is to just go the other direction and and do. I, I think that staying away totally from any kind of racial group or, I mean, it sounds bad to say, Ethan, but I'm like, look, just do the politically correct thing 
and just do a An animal. Just do a neutral animal that is neither ferocious nor, but you know, uh, but kind of maybe they're fast. You know, maybe like the Washington ferrets. <laughs> just, just something that's along the lines. And I'm not saying that to be marmot. The Washington marmots. The, nice yes, marmot. Nice man. marmot. No, hey, but uh, I'm not saying but, that to be controversial. What I'm saying is, is that maybe yeah, you're saying it to, to be not controversial. Well, that, that's what you're a, yeah, and I'm not doing it flippantly either. I, what I'm well, saying is, so, is that if we go toward any group of people, we can. Mm-hmm. I mean, look what we're doing up here locally at, at Bountiful High School, where they're going to do the same thing. The, the school board, or uh, uh, the school, the, yeah, the school board's going to actually end up trying to decide what the fate of the Braves' name is going to be in Bountiful. And you know, I, I think that, and it's going to be one of probably any number of schools around the state that might still have have that tie to a Native American name, and but not really Native American, just kind of a general kind of what we would consider a quote unquote Indian name from you know the uh, from the nineties. I mean, the Atlanta Braves. They've said straight up, we're from not from the '90s. How old do you think Bountiful High School is? No, no, no. I'm no, no, no. I'm just saying, like we, they were very. It was a very like it, in the in the early '90s, the Atlanta Braves had the the tomahawk chop that they yeah, did. Yeah, we games. shed a lot of that stuff. Well, so up, let me, yeah, we saw all those things happen, and, and of course, the school's a lot older than that. But I mean, like right. we we got we got so we have so many Chiefs, uh, Braves, Warriors that indicate that have that Native American uh, kind of background to it, and then right up the right up the street here we have the Utah Utes that has a hundred percent backing from the local Ute tribe. Well, and this is where Alex, I think you've kind of hit the nail on the head. It, we've got the two sides here. We've got the Washington Redskins, right? Which, I mean, mean, let's face it. I think one day we'll be embarrassed that we even ever used that word. It's an obvious slur, right? And if you went to a Native American family and started throwing that word around, you would be not welcome, right? They would be very, very offended at that. Um, And then on the other side, though, you've got the Utah Utes. And just this last week, the Ute tribe... Uh, they reaffirmed that ratio, that relationship. They said, we're, this is something we're very proud of. This is something that's beneficial to us and the school. So I feel like there is some room here. And that's kind of what I want to talk through with Adrian is what are the parameters here? Because I don't think it's necessary for Washington to jettison all references to Native Americans. That, that obviously there is space here in which they can accomplish what I think a lot of people wanted it to be, the team to be, and that is a tribute to America's first citizens and first residents. And uh, I, I'm just I'm just not clear on what those parameters would be. Does that make sense? Yeah. But like I, where, I where... feel like they must be there. Well, I think we haven't figured it out, though, right? I mean, the, you say that those parameters are there, but we we obviously don't know exactly. There's no there's no handbook on this, and we give right. some we give some franchises a pass, and then we get and some schools a pass, and we give some uh, some tribes a pass, and some you know references. Well, and, I mean, and the, the perfect the, the example Cleveland, of this, the Alex, Cleveland Indians, they yeah. got rid of Chief Wahoo in 2018 officially, but they guess did. what? Everybody shows up at the game with Chief Wahoo shirts that they bought prior to. to the 2018 or the well, or that, the non- that stuff will fade away because those shirts will get disgusting. And they'll stop wearing them, but um, or the or certain paraphernalia will get too valuable. They'll stop bringing it to games. So that stuff will fade away. But I think you're right though because you can see, for example, the conversation that's happening in Washington that's not happening in Kansas City with the Chiefs, which is a Native American reference, but it's obviously sitting in a different space. And you know what? Maybe history will come for the Chiefs as well. I don't know. But it, right now, it's pretty clearly 
being looked at. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a reason too, and just from a from the standpoint of, I'll tell you why the Washington Redskins. I mean, it sounds it, it, just like going off of just pure aesthetics. Rolling off the tongue, it sounds bad, you know, in 2020. Yeah, it's it does time not, to give it up it for is sure. Not, it is not a thing that, that we look at and go, hey, this is something that we say nowadays. And we talked with Jason Buck yesterday on Unrivaled. He's the guy who played and won a Super Bowl with the with the Redskins. He was like, I'll always be a Redskin. I'm proud of it. And I thought, you know. Well, I, he went to the Super Bowl twice with the well, Redskins. Well, that's what I'm saying so is that his, his, perspective is, his perspective is that that's a lot of his identity. Sure, and and he had a ton of respect for it, and and I think that I give him a little bit of a different pass because I'm like he played for the Redskins, and he doesn't think about it as being uh you know a political tool as much as he looks at it like hey that was part of my career and that's part of my identity. So in mm. in that sense, I, I'm I'm his his perspective on it is very unique because nobody played and won a Super Bowl for the Redskins in comparison with the rest of us, right? So <laughs> yeah, he's uh, the only one. Yeah, he's the only guy you know. And so yeah. in in the end. Uh, I, I kind of guys like him, I go, Hey, that's, that's his perspective. And it's very different from mine or from somebody else's. But the reality is, is on top of it all, this ownership group is one of the worst in foot in, in all of sports. Dan Snyder's the worst. Everybody, nobody likes this guy. And so it's all these things adding up to, to people coming after you because, because generally you're not really a good guy either. But review the most recent headlines because on the heels of this name change, what's now happening uh, yeah, with, uh, some sexual harassment claims from former right. from former staffers, and so that's Against it's been a bad owner, week, right? It's been a bad week. Yes, it's been a bad week for uh, Dan Snyder and the football team to be named later. We're going to come <laughs> back and speak with uh, Adrian Andrews. She's uh, the uh, chief diversity officer at Weber State University. She's been helping us out with a lot of these things. I want to know: Is there a context where a mascot can be a mascot versus when is it uh, something that goes too far? Five seven five zero zero is the text number. More to go. We're right here. Keep your text rolling, and we love the uh, text and support to keep the Nightside Project going. And hey, if we stay the execution of the Nightside Project, we got to get all sizes of of Nightside shirts, not just XLs. So let's uh, take the break here. We'll come back. Adrian Andrews will join us next on the Nightside Project. <laughs> 